Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. Got a great interview. Got a great interview. I have the world-famous Angeline Weimar with me today. You've heard me talk about Angeline. I've, I've talked about, actually, Angeline, just come on out and say hi, because I know how incredibly shy you are, so we got to get that out of your system right now. Say hey. Hello, everyone. So good to be with Sam. You're awesome. Angeline's awesome. We're actually looking at each other right now. We're doing a Zoom call, so we're recording that, so... Angelie's like so much fun, man. She came to Cincinnati a few months ago, had a great time, built out a presentation, her story. I really want to dive into her story. Um, and like I said, she's just so humble. We're going to actually have to like drag out of her how great she is. So um, Angeline, how are you today? You having a good day? Yes, Sam. I really appreciate your coaching and I owe a lot of thanks to you because before I don't really think my story is that important. But you emphasize that, and that's a big part of my speaking, actually. Everybody, after they listen to me speak, they always say, Angeline, your story is very, very powerful. And every time they say that, I just think about you, because you are the person who told me that. Well, let's dive into your story. Obviously, you may have detected a slight accent. From yes. Ever so slight. Where were you born and raised? <laughs> I was born and raised in China. China. What part of China? Not that I know. I mean, you could say, you know, whatever yeah. Main Street China would even know, but go ahead. The South. The South. It's called Fujian Province. The South. Okay. So the Southern part of China. And when you were, well, tell us a little bit about your upbringing. And then we're going to get into eventually, we'll talk in a few minutes about what it is you're doing now because you live in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, married, two kids, correct? Yes. Five yeah. years old, seven years old. And you just spoke at another event uh, this past weekend. So yeah. now you're like this rock star speaker on all these stages and all that stuff. But take us back to uh, briefly, because this is really powerful, but I want to give people an idea of why when somebody says, Angelina, your story is amazing, why they say that. Go ahead. Uh, tell us a little bit about your childhood growing up in China. So I was born and raised in China. And I remember when I was about five years old, in order to bring food to the table, my mother had to let me for another city, which is the border between China and Vietnam, mm. to make a living. And then later on, my, my dad go with her to help her out. And then I got left behind with my grandparents. And later on, my grandparents go, go with my mom and dad as well. So I always grew up, I, I'm not very stable. I always looking for some relatives so that I can live with at least to to eat and go to school and things like that and um maybe because of that childhood experience i was always very independent and driven 
and I grew up very, very independently. And when I was graduated in 2008, I was the number one student in school. And I was the one who chosen to deliver the commencement speech. In high school or college? In college, my whole school. If, wow. if, yeah, if Sam, you ask me, what is one of my proudest moments in my life? That, that would be one of them. Now, I don't know the answer to this question. I probably knew it at one point. Did you go to college in China or the U.S. here? I, I went to both. I get my bachelor degree in China and get my master's degree in the U.S. Where did you deliver the commencement address? Which one? China or? In China. Yeah. Wow. In China. Yeah. So your parents, let me just kind of reframe this. Your mom had to leave, uh, go, went to the border of Vietnam there to find work. And then your dad eventually joined her. Was it at the age? I'm, I tell your story probably as much as you tell your story. I tell it to people, but I say this and I hope I'm saying it right. Was it at the age of eight years old that you, they left you to live with your grandparents or your grandmother? Yeah, my mom let me at eight, and then later on, my dad went as well. So I lived with my grandparents when I was eight years old. Wow. And then what? After through middle school and high school, who'd you live with? M middle school, li uh, live with one of my English teachers who teach me English. She's single, so I can live with her, and she teach me English, and I and, and live with me. And when I was in high school, I lived with my roommate. Is that normal in the Chinese culture that children don't necessarily grow up with their parents if money is scarce, the parents got to move away? Or is this something that's just so crazy unusual, you're the only one that you know of that this has happened to? I haven't, I haven't seen any person like, like being through like parents, only see their parents twice a year. Yeah. Did you miss them? I mean, were you, were you, were you crying or sad or, I mean, what was going on when you were 8, 10, 12 years old? I, I never forget this moment when I was about five or six, right? I was showering in myself in the bathroom and it was in a red plastic tub and I was sitting there. The room was a little dark and smelly and I was showering myself and I hear myself, I can hear myself crying and I can even taste the salt from the tear. Even, even I can still feel it today yeah. and grew up, I always wondering how come my parents never show up at the parents teacher meeting. How mm -hmm. come I, I always by myself? How come my, my parents never, I never see them around? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. I mean, I, I, you know, when you were telling me the story as we got to know each other, so just to kind of give you guys an idea, Angela, Angeline came on board in January as a coaching client. We worked together all throughout the spring and summertime, uh, culminating with your big trip to Cincinnati. And, yeah. um, you know, when we were here, she was telling me this story because when we build out your presentation, I wanted to know everything about your childhood, college, and all of that good stuff. And as you were telling me that, I'm just like, man, I can't imagine. Like, I grew up without a dad, which is pretty bad, but growing up without a mom or dad and wondering, you know, do they love me? Why did they leave me? But now, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Your parents live with you in Texas, true? Yes. Now, I have seven, seven people in the house, my mom, my dad. My sister, my two kids, me and my husband, seven people. Is that a cultural thing where Asians or Chinese have kind of the family sticks together like that? If, you know, one of you guys hits a home run financially, the others can kind of live there? Yes. The culture is you always take care of your parents when they are getting older. We live together and support them. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. That's pretty awesome. So, the, you know, you were, you were not really, certainly not wealthy growing up. 
you find yourself, when did you move to the United States and why? When did you move and why did you move to the United States? I moved to the United States in 2009. The reason because of that, I met my husband in 2009 when I was in China. I was working for his company. Okay. And then a year later, I decided to uh, leave the company for Canada. And that's how he started to reach out and we started talking. And then, <clears throat> long story short, here I am in the U.S. Wow. With him. I have a family, yeah. Yeah, well, good for you. And, and now your passion is to teach people about wealth, how yes. to accumulate wealth, how to keep wealth, how to make money work for you. And we're, um, I want to talk about that. It's just so wild that you are really the definition of somebody that you don't need to have had the silver spoon in your mouth or the trust fund baby when you were born to be able to teach people about this stuff. Really, you don't need to have any experience growing up to really create an incredible passion for the very thing that you want to teach people. So what is it that you find yourself, like you just spoke this weekend, give us an example of what you talked about at the event this weekend where you spoke. Yeah, I like to talk about, first of all, why I like to talk about wealth. How, why do I like to talk about have money work for you? Because when I grew up, I only got to see my parents twice a year because of money. And I didn't have a childhood because of money. And I also see my mom trading her health and her time away for the money. And that's why I never ever wanted any family to suffer the way I used to be and the way my mom used to live. And that's why I was so committed. Number first of all, in order to help other people, I gotta help myself first, right? Yeah. That's why I spent the, the past 10 years really focused on the one question, which is how do I create wealth for myself? And the reason now I'm speaking nationally because I figure out and I want to share my system with other people so that they can benefit, so that they can have money work for them, so that they can create the wealth, so to provide a better financial future for their family. Oh, but Angeline, I don't have a million dollars. I don't even have a hundred thousand okay. dollars. I, I, I make $40,000 a year and I've got bills up to my eyeballs. You can't, <laughs> you, you can't, you, you can't help me create any kind of wealth. Yeah. Many people, that's a myth. Actually. Um, I don't have the money. That's why I cannot invest. The thing that I teach different with most other people teach is I focus on more on the holistic wealth blueprint. And I believe that wealth, it's not just how do you invest in this? How do you invest that? I believe it's about the what and the why, right? When the what and the why are clear, the how it's easy. So what I teach people is let's work together and put a holistic blueprint together. You may not have a lot of money to invest. At least we have a goal. We can work towards that goal they start with less than $10 a day yep. because yeah, because wealth, it's not created overnight. It's the discipline, consistent, the compound effect. Yeah, it is. And you know, that's, um, you know, all the stuff you talked about, it's not like we haven't heard that before, but yet some people can implement that, create the habit and other people just can't, you know, they continue to go down the road of, you know, 
they'll buy a brand new cell phone or they'll get themselves a new this or a new that or buy a car or this or that, but say, I don't have $300 a month or $10 a day to invest in anything. And I, and I think until you learn how to create a habit, I mean, wouldn't you agree? I mean, what you, what you also teach people is about how to create a habit, you know? I mean, talk to me. Yeah, I mean, go ahead with the mindset. Absolutely. Talk about that. I think it's really important to understand the mindset of wealth creation doesn't have to do with starting with a lot of money or even wanting to have an exact amount of money. What is it? Talk to me about the mindset behind creating wealth. When I talk to people, I see that many people that they didn't treat their personal finance like a business. They really had no clue how much money coming in, how much money going out. They really just fly in the dark, basically. So when we sit down together, we, we go through the worksheet. And surprisingly, they always have find the money here and there to invest. Yeah. Yeah. And once we, we set up the goal and then set up the system and the money just autopilot. Yeah. It's in the automation. So what do you think, I'm going all over the place with here, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. What do you think about this whole speaking uh, industry now that you find yourself in? You've been doing it now for a few months. You're brand new, like brand new speaker. And what do you think about it so far? What is it, what, you're on stages, you've got a product that you sell, you also educate people. Talk to us about this new like frontier that you're exploring and be honest about it. Yes, and the reason I'm willing to push myself to be on stage. <laughs> yeah. It's really nerve wracking. You know that, right? That's not your DNA. Like that is not no. who you are. You're not somebody who needs to be the focal point, nor do you ever want to be the focal point. I never want to be on, under the spotlight. And the reason I'm, I'm doing what I do because my passion for helping people, empower people, it is so strong and it's just pulling me. That's the direction I want to go because you know what, Sam, when I was on that stage and I, I, I saw the audience connecting with me and then they walked back to me and enrolled in the program, they said, Angeline, I've been looking for the person like you to help me, guide me through the, the fogginess. I want you to give me a clear path so that I can have a strong foundation. And every moment when they say that to me, and that's the biggest joy for me. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's yeah. <laughs> Really, it's, I, I, tell my, I tell myself, as long as I, I speak and I impact one person, that's enough for me. That's what I t tell everybody. I think we had this conversation when you came to Cincinnati. Um, it was, <laughs> do you remember when you came here and we were in my office and it was like the first hour and you had all these notes and all these, what you're ready to put on PowerPoint slides and all that. I said, no, 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 no. Show me. <laughs> I had a big world map on the wall there outside the office. And I said, show me where you grew up. I want to know your story. Like, I want to know everything about you. And, and now, you know, and then we, we created this whole thing. And my God, I felt like I was being like uh, interrogated by the CIA or something. Cause you kept recording and hit, don't talk, don't talk. I got to hit record. Don't talk. Don't talk. I got to hit record. I'm like, okay, all right, hold on a second. But do you see now looking back why, I wanted so much to know what your real story was. Do you see that now that people are coming back to you and, and talking to you at these live events? Now I see that. That's why I, I can't thank you enough, Sam. You remember when I, when I come to you, I have this structure. This is a step. This is what they're going to do because I'm very systemized. Yeah. And you yeah. say, Angeline, that's boring. Nobody's going to differentiate you with other wealth planner, right? Wealth um, strategists. 
And the thing that makes you unique, it's your story. And you are the person keep telling me over and over and over again. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I forgot I I forgot I said it was boring. But you have to, it's not that what you're teaching is, it, you already, like, if you line 10 people up, no matter what you do for 11, if you sell vitamins, lotions, potions, pills, or wealth strategy, or speaker training, whatever it is, everybody's going to say they got the best product, they got the best method, they got the best system. The only thing that differentiates somebody is their story. That's all. Like, why are you doing, why do you have this insatiable desire, this incredible passion to help people? And that's what really comes out on stage, you know, when you speak now. And I remember when I, I sent you a message after your first event where you spoke in Chicago, I was like, hey, how'd you do? And he said, I sold $11,000. Yeah, I know, right? That's my first speaking event. <laughs> you, you had never spoken to anybody ever on stage, right? First one. First speaking event. What would that feel like when you got out? When, were you nervous when you were on stage or did you feel like I'm comfortable or, or were you nervous before or what was it like? I'm not sure. Do you have the feeling that like, after you talk, you completely become blank? Yeah. I'm not sure. Do you have that kind of feeling? Where after I, I spoke, people come to me, Angeline, that's amazing speech. It's amazing speech. And I, I, I completely don't know what did I talk about the whole 60 minutes. I don't know. But somehow in 60 minutes time, you were able to generate $11,000 in sales, you know? And that's because of the your ability to connect with why it is you're doing what you're doing so everybody that's listening you really got to hear angeline i mean you know this is somebody who didn't ask to be in the spotlight doesn't necessarily seek the spotlight the only reason she's on stages and sharing her product and her passion with people is because she wants to help like she said even if it's just one person so if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking well nobody wants to hear my message what would you say to somebody angeline who's kind of hanging out you're kind of on the sidelines right now saying yeah but that's angeline she's special she's got a great story i don't have that good of a story i believe everybody it's very unique and they need a great coach like you sam in their life to pull it out of them because i have the exact same thoughts I, I'm, I'm not special my story it's just not nothing special it's not that important. Nobody's going to care about my story. Yeah. But you are the person who tell me that, Angeline, that's your story. It's that, that's what makes you different. Sometimes it's very hard for us to see the greatness inside of us. Yeah. And it, that's why I believe that having a great coach that, that cares about you and to pull that out of you, it's very, very important. If it's not because of you, Sam, I... I still don't think my, I'm not going to go all over the place and, and share my story. I just teach step one, step two, step three. <laughs> exactly. This is step one. This is step two. And by the time you're like, <sighs> snoring. Uh, well, hey, I am just really, I'm so proud of looking at you now. I mean, we, we met a year ago. If you remember, I spoke at that event in Orlando a year ago this month. And that's when we. Oh, yeah. Yep, I first connected you and I. You bought the podcast training, and then you came on board as a client. And to see how much you've grown, man, I'm, I don't, I don't know too many people that I can think of off the top of my head that have had the growth that you've had. And yeah, you have to have somebody that can coach. But boy, you got to be coachable. Like you coach people in what you're doing, and if you're not willing to learn and you're not willing to put those old paradigms and all those thought patterns behind you, you're just not going to grow and you're not going to experience life the way it's meant to be experienced. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Sam, do you remember when you were coaching me? 
I need to struggle a lot on my mindset. You remember that? Yeah, sure do. Yeah, yeah. About my 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 the value I can bring to the people because grew up I always deal with this uh, self confidence, self worth. Am I good enough to help people? Right. But yeah. you are the person really like consistently teaching me how to how do I change my mindset and see the value I can add to other people's life. Yeah, that's most people, man. It, me too. Like I started, you know, when I first started, it was the same as me because I started bankrupt and all that stuff. And I was just like, who am I to talk about anything? You know, I'm just this beaten down guy that lives in Ohio. But, you know, we're, we are born to really, you know, create something special because uh, life's just so short. You know, there's everybody's got an expiration date, you know. And mm -hmm. so when you look at the ability and the short window, there's got to be a sense of urgency to what you do. And so if you put up that sense of urgency against I'm not good enough and you really do have a sense of urgency, that's going to always win because forget how good you think you are or you're, you know, you're not qualified. Having that sense of urgency that I've got to get this message out will win every single time. And you're seeing it like you're living it right now. You just came off another event. Um, and I just think, man, I can't wait to check back with you. I know we stay in touch anyway, but a year from now, you know, and see how much you've grown a year from now, you won't even recognize yourself. So congratulations um, to all your success. For anybody who does want to connect with you, where should they go online if they want to learn more about any of your systems, your methods, your ebook, your free training, anything like that? They can connect with me on Angeline, A-N-G-E-L-I-N-E, 360.com. It has all of my social media, my website, and they can even schedule a call with me if they want to reach out. Yeah. And Angeline360.com. Angeline360.com, A-N-G-E-L-I-N-E, 360, the number 360.com. Connect with Angeline. You'll see it's pretty fancy website. She's just like on fire, man, on fire with everything. Yeah, that's right. Celebrate, celebrate. Uh, Angeline, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I've been wanting to have you on for some time. I know we'll talk a hundred times anyway between now and you know, the end of the year and on forward past that. So congratulations on all your success. And I am just so freaking proud of what you're doing. Thank you, Sam. I, I really appreciate you. And I just can't thank you enough, man. I'm just so grateful for you, for all of your coaching and mentorship. And you're just amazing. <laughs> well, I, hey, look, let me, I'll clip that audio. I'll, I'll use that in future promos. You're just amazing. <laughs> Um, hey, everybody that's listening, by the way, you're amazing. All the Everyday Saturday podcast listeners, uh, your day, your best days haven't even happened yet. They haven't even happened yet. You got to believe that, though. You got to believe you have a message. You have to believe that uh, you've got something special to share. It doesn't matter if you're making 10 grand a year, 10 grand a month, 10 grand an hour. It doesn't matter if you're living in a mansion or living in a, you know, a houseboat or a tent in your backyard. The minute you make it...